Thank you for joining us at Grateful Gratitude with Lolo and Lexi. We are practicing gratitude girls that strive every day to recognize and celebrate our blessings. We are a mother and daughter that practice gratitude every day and put God in the center of our life. The only way to live a blessed and happy life is to be grateful. May you feel God's love and blessing each and every day. And it is time for the first episode of Grateful Gratitude in 2020. It's so good to have you back here, Lori. You know, it seems like it's been months, but there's been a lot of growth, so I'm glad to get back in the studio with you. Absolutely. And I should call you Lolo, because this is a Grateful Gratitude with Lolo and Lexi. Lexi will be back next month. Yes, she will. Yeah. Right. And you can call me anything you want. You know, I'll answer I you that. anything. Um, you know, I have so many friends for so long that, that call me Lori that it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my given name, but... You do what's best. Okay. What are we going to talk about today? Um, How to be a better you in 2020. All right. You know, since it's the beginning of the year and everybody has their resolutions, which, you know, you're probably like me. You probably dropped that a long time ago. Yeah, and I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to make fun of resolutions. It sounds like I am, but I'm not. I mean, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it today. That's that's how I think too. Mm-hmm. You know, why wait for January first when you've got 365 other days? Yeah. You know, really. And, and every day's a new start. A- absolutely. When you wake up with your eyes open and giving thanks to God, but you know, I think a lot of people. And this time last year, uh, we did a podcast on resolutions and how to, we tied it to the Bible to. To keep those resolutions. But this year, I want to talk a little bit more, not about reducing debt or losing weight, but more about building our character. Good. Because I think all of us could build our character and make ourselves um, just a little bit better each and every day. So the first thing I want to talk about um, is to expect the best in people. All right, you're talking to the wrong person for that. I was going to say, your eyes just <laughs> lit up like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. But no, I don't mean that because you're very good-hearted. But I'm thinking that maybe this year um, that we should be a little kinder, and we're going to expect the best until someone lets us down. So I have friends um, that sometimes I know are always going to be late. They're never going to be on time. And if anybody knows me very well, they know I'm always early. So I'm really leaving a span of time there to to get frustrated that the other person is always behind in time. So I've started using that time as productive time. Amen. And I know that when I schedule lunch with such and such, whoever it may be that's going to run late, that I can go ahead and go at my time, but I'm going to answer those emails or, or I'm going to order Panera for the meeting, you know, or do what I need to do and fill that time productively instead of focusing negatively. You know, on that exact topic, I just look for consistency. Mm-hmm. If I know they're consistently 10 minutes late, I can do exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And appreciate it. Yes. But I think a lot of people tend to focus on that negative quality mm-hmm. and the other person, and they kind of forget, hey, we've got flaws, too, that they're dealing with. You know, for example, this same friend may go, oh, gosh, I'm going to feel so late because she's always so early. But when I can let them know, you know what, I'm, I'm using that time. It's, it's work time for me or it's prayer time. Mm-hmm. I can even say a prayer during that time or read a Bible verse passage. So what do you think about that? I think it sounds too perfect. <laughs> do you think you can do it? Uh, yeah, there's no doubt that I can do that. Okay. There's no doubt. Now, expecting the best out of people, though? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to work on that. Well, we're going to expect it. We're still going to know that we're going to be let down. But we're going to take that. And that's, that's a real good thing to, to point out. Yeah, people will always let you down. And that, to me, that's not a negative thing to say. That's just a fact. That's oh, the way this thing's is. designed. Right. 
Right. And, you know, it's, it's what they do after they let you down that is important as far as I'm concerned. Well, and I think it's how we deal with it. Are we are we going to make it positive or are we going to focus on it and fester? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think another thing, too, is I'd really like to start building people up more. Yes. And, and let's stop tearing people down um, with judgment, with gossip. You know, um, I was reading something the other day on gossip that said, you know, according to the Bible, if you listen to gossip – you're just as guilty as spreading the gossip. This is absolutely true. Yeah. And sometimes I was at a lunch meeting that you were at, and someone came up to me. This was last summer. Came up to me and said, I got the juiciest piece of gossip I want to share with you. And you know what I said? You didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. Was that me? No, it wasn't you. You weren't there yet. (laughs) But no, but I did. And you know what? It was really hard for me to say that because it's kind of like... We're conditioned. We want to hear that someone else is doing something so we feel better. And I did. And this guy said to me, you don't want to hear it? This is really good. As hard as it was, I walked away. But I felt better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I you strike me as a type because I know I've, I've wanted to tell you certain things. I know. And I, I probably told you things that you probably didn't want to hear. I probably didn't ask you, hey, do you want to hear this? I just told you. No, but I think the way that... It's natural. Well, between the relationship building, um, talking on podcasts, mm-hmm. and also being on, serving on boards together and stuff, I think you can have certain conversations and know where you can go in that conversation with yeah. somebody. And I think if you just have a piece of dirty gossip, you would not bring it to me. No, you might be the last person I bring dirty gossip to. Well, because if you brought Because I got lots of it. Well... If you brought it to me, though, you'd probably hear about why you shouldn't be spreading. <laughs> exactly, I wouldn't get the reaction I wanted. You don't want. You don't want that. Um, you were really good about that, and that's a lesson for other people. Also, it's something that I'm trying to kind of learn from you is not cluttering your mind with things that are that shouldn't be there to the point where um, me and another guy were trying to show you a skit from Saturday Night Live. Oh, I'm sorry and about that. No, I was going to apologize to you because Lori. Pretty much, well, didn't pretty much. You checked out of the skit and told us straight out that, hey, I'm just not into that. And it was it was a negative skit, but it was funny. But I get, and honestly, at one time I would have laughed at that. Uh-huh. But it's it's just, um, I felt for five or ten minutes I had to get in the zone. I was getting ready to do a meeting, and mm-hmm. I had to get to a place I needed to be. So it was okay. Yeah, I didn't. I did pray for you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think another thing I'd like to to work on is to be more patient with others. Um, you know, we've talked about this many times. We have no idea where what someone is walking through and what they're going through. Um, we recently had a very, very dear friend um, who lost her mom. Mm-hmm. And she walked through a walk for eight and a half weeks yep. that I felt terrible that I really didn't know she was even going through. And I think that we get busy in our day-to-day life, <clears throat> and maybe we don't see someone for a couple weeks, but we should be reaching out and saying, you know, how are you? Just um, because I did I did feel disconnected when maybe I should have been there more for her at that time. Well, okay, in that specific example, I mean, this is, she described, she's an example of a lot of different people that mm-hmm. go through situations. This is a very strong woman. Yes, who is an incredibly nice woman. Now, as out of the loop as you were mm-hmm. in that situation, I was in the loop. Right. And I can tell you that you didn't let her down. 
at at all. And um, some people just need one or two people to talk to. Right. And don't don't necessarily want to, you know, tell everyone or um, have everyone share the problem. But but everyone needs at least one or two people. Absolutely. And I think that if your friends know that you're there, if they reach out. Um, I had a friend one time reach out to me on a Sunday evening about 1030, um, problems with her husband. Mm Mm-hmm. And even though I was in bed asleep, I got up, you know, because that's what you do for friends. Yeah. And she felt comfortable to reach out to me. It also should make you feel pretty good that she felt comfortable enough to reach out to you. Well, I think when people know your walk in life and she knew what I'd been through mm. and it was similar to what she was going through, that I think God just kind of puts you together to minister to each other. You so. know, we've brought this up um, on this podcast before, but there's a tight end for the Cowboys named John Phillips who played on several different NFL teams. And one the, it's one of the coolest things anyone's ever told me. Um, he's Christian, mm-hmm. and he lives out his faith. He walks his faith. He doesn't necessarily preach it or anything yeah. like that. And we did a podcast about what it's like to live out your faith in an NFL locker room. And the NFL locker room is 53 different people mm-hmm. that came from all sorts of different backgrounds right. that even currently, some of the people, you know, you think of a, a football player as they're rich, they're making mm-hmm. a lot of money. And, you know, they're making a lot of money, even the person making the minimum salary in the NFL is making a lot of money. Right. But the person making a minimum is nowhere near the quarterback on the exactly. team financially. So even at that point, there are right. different levels. And so it's, it's a real interesting demographic in an NFL locker room. And John told us that he said it, it was really a compliment to him because when the, his teammates were having personal problems, mm-hmm. they would come to him. Not because of the way he preached, because they were watching the way he lived. Right. And I think that's just such a great example of, you know, people are watching you. I think, yeah, and, absolutely, and silently watching you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's kind of my last point before we wrap up is, you know, how did Jesus act? You know, what was Jesus's character when he was here on this earth? You know, he was kind. You know, I know there are times that he got upset and he got a little riled, but overall he loved everyone. Mm-hmm. He loved everyone. He cared about everyone. He wanted everyone to have a better life, you know. And I think that's that's how we should build our own characters. Let's let's build others up. Let's be patient, understand their faults, and most of all, let's be as Christ-like as we can in our day-to-day living. Mm-hmm. Be genuine and intentional about it also. Right. You know, we've only got one go at this. Yeah. This is our part. You know, and depending on what you read, um, of course, I'm big on the purpose-driven life, Mm -hmm. and it says this is your rehearsal for heaven. You know, God wants to know what are your skills and how are you going to act here on earth. This is... It's a good way to look at it. Well, I love Rick Warren, and I just... That really resonated with me. So I thought, you know, I need to be more conscious of that. Mm -hmm. So... All right. Okay, so people can find us on social media, Grateful Gratitude on Facebook. Right. Instagram is Grateful Gratitude. The GratefulGratitude.net is our blog. And then our podcast, of course. You've all found that. And share this podcast with your friends and family. I mean, everyone can use a little boost every now and then. Um, Subscribe to the podcast and um, share it with your friends. Absolutely. Thanks for being here, Mark. Thank you.